Hello and welcome to the Nafford Junction podcast. We are all about how-tos, research and advice that inspire regeneration to give back more than we take and sustainability for the benefit of people, planet and future generations. Our mission is to combine the best information from across the internet with our own experiences at home and work to give you a central resource for all things sustainable, regenerative, organic and biodynamic. Hi and welcome back to the latest episode of the Nafford Junction podcast. Great to have you back, thank you. Last time, uh, well the last couple of times actually, we started to look at an introduction to what is growing sustainably. We did a deep dive into biodynamics. We then took a look at regenerative agriculture. And this time we're going to finish off our introduction to growing sustainably by having a look at organic farming. Now, as a recap, growing sustainably, I see as growing food using biodynamic, regenerative and organic methods, improving soil health to give back more than we take, making plants stronger to deter pests and disease, keeping livestock as part of a healthy ecosystem, foraging for edible and seasonal foods, and only taking what we need so that there is always something for others. All of this is aimed at being more self-sufficient reducing our impact on the planet and leading a healthier and happier life. In the previous two episodes, the first of which we looked at biodynamics, which I see as a regenerative, sustainable and organic form of agriculture that aims to give back more than it takes. It's about farming in a way that is ecological, ethical and as part of nature with the knowledge that everything is connected. We then, in the other episode, took a look at regenerative agriculture, which increases biodiversity, enriches soils, improves the land's ability to drain water into streams and rivers, and enhances ecosystems. It aims to capture carbon in the soil and plants, which is called biomass, reversing the amount of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere that is one of the causes of climate change. The added benefit of regenerative agriculture is that it increases the amount of crops that can be grown, creates a resilience to climate instability and increases the health and vitality of farming and rural communities. To close the loop on the introduction to growing sustainably, we're now going to look at organic farming. Now, if you did listen to the uh, previous two episodes, you'll probably gather that biodynamic and regenerative agriculture also include organic farming. So in this episode we're specifically going to take a look at why organic farming, dangerous chemicals, artificial fertilizers, a better life for animals. So organic farming is about producing food and drink without the use of dangerous chemicals or artificial fertilizers. It's about producing food that is high quality, full of nutrients, good for people and good for the planet. But why organic? Well, if Europe's farmland was organic, agricultural emissions could drop by 40 to 50% by 2050. Organic milk and meat contains around 50% more beneficial omega-3. Organically produced cereals, fruit and vegetables have up to 68% more antioxidants. Organic food does not contain dangerous chemicals and plant, insect and bird life is 50% more abundant on organic farms. 
Now, it's worth saying that any stats I'm quoting through any of Growing Sustainably is based on comparing organic or regenerative or biodynamic to conventional farming. So the same goes for, for this. All the stats here compare organic to conventional farming. So first off is no dangerous chemicals in organic farming. Conventional farmers use dangerous chemicals called pesticides to kill insects and pests, herbicides to kill weeds and fungicides to kill fungal diseases. Scientists increasingly believe there is no safe level of pesticides for humans to be exposed to. Even the tiny amount of pesticides that the government currently considers safe can be damaging to human health. There is more and more evidence showing that pesticides are more harmful when combined, called pesticide cocktails. In 2017, pesticide cocktails were found in 87% of pears, 25% of bread and 64% of apples. The effect on our health of consuming food laced with dangerous chemicals includes obesity, impaired liver function, cancerous tumours, birth defects and other development disorders. 67% of soil tested and two-thirds of samples taken from seven river catchments contained pesticide cocktails. These dangerous chemicals have one job, to kill. They don't kill only the unwanted, they also kill the good. That means farmers have to rely solely on using expensive dangerous chemicals to control pests, weeds and fungal diseases. These dangerous chemicals don't work forever, so farmers have to keep spending more money on even more dangerous chemicals purchased from only a handful of giant chemical companies with enormous power to lobby the government. This creates a complete imbalance. With the use of dangerous chemicals, farmers kill the beneficial insects, bacteria and fungi that would help the farmer to have healthy crops. These dangerous chemicals are also destroying the soil that is absolutely critical for producing nutrient-rich food and sustaining life on Earth. More on that on our page about regenerative agriculture. We must support farmers to change how they farm and to use greener approaches. Organic farming is about farming with nature, without the use of dangerous chemicals. Pollinating insects are absolutely essential to our food. Three quarters of our food crops need pollinators. Without pollinators, we would not have potatoes, tomatoes, coffee and chocolate, as well as many other foods. Organic farmers create wildlife havens where beneficial insects help to control pests. It's about creating a balance between plants, humans and animals. A balance where insects and birds feed on pests such as aphids and slugs. One example is the beautiful ladybird, a deadly killer if you're an aphid. Organic farmers plant trees, have beetle banks, wildflower margins and ponds around their fields. On organic farms there is an average of 50% more plant, insect and bird life and around 75% more wild bees. There is also more work that goes into crop management on an organic farm. 
How crops are rotated and the variety of crops that are used are another way to create diversity and resilience against diseases and weeds. Organic farmland stores an average 3.5 tonnes extra carbon per hectare and organic soils are around 25% more effective at storing carbon long term. Organic farming also produces better food. Many non-organic foods are processed, preserved or modified. Organic means that the use of additives and processing aids are heavily restricted. Organic also prohibits the use of hydrogenated fats, controversial artificial food colourings, sweeteners and preservatives and prevent organic fruit and vegetables from being washed in chlorine. It's also important to consider the nutritional value of organic versus non-organic foods. They can look exactly the same but be completely different. For example, organic meat and milk contains around 50% more beneficial omega-3. Organically produced cereals, fruit and vegetables have up to 68% more antioxidants. Organic farmers also never use artificial fertilisers. Dangerous chemicals are not the only problem in conventional farming. It's also a problem when artificial fertilisers are used. Nitrogen is one example. Conventional farmers spend money to add artificial nitrogen. This seems like the right thing to do because nitrogen is an essential part of life. But when nitrogen is used in excess, it becomes dangerous to the soil, air, rivers and seas. In the water, nitrogen fertilisers can kill fish and other aquatic life, just like dangerous chemicals. The use of artificial fertilisers creates an imbalance. It's much more important to have the right environment so that nature can create the balance it needs. Artificial nitrogen fertilisers increase the amount of nitrous oxide in the atmosphere, a greenhouse gas 300 times more potent than carbon dioxide. Organic farmers know that nitrogen is available for free from the air. Organic farmers use living plants that improve the soil such as clover as well as compost. And animals have a better life on organic farms. We all know the terrible documentaries on industrial farming and the horrendous conditions that animals have to endure. Life is very different from that on organic farms. Organic is one of the highest welfare standards in the UK. It covers the conditions that animals live in, the food that animals eat and how animals are transported and slaughtered. Organic animals live free range, which means they have access to pasture. There are also more standards like not allowing mutilations such as beak trimming of poultry and no routine use of antibiotics. What is more important on organic farms is to create hygienic conditions for the animals to live in with the right food so animals are naturally healthy. Livestock kept on organic farms are also an essential part of a health healthy ecosystem. Soil regeneration and reducing global heating by capturing carbon. As animals graze, they naturally spread their manure over the soil, which feeds plants and microorganisms, and without ploughing and digging, this allows the soil to capture and store carbon. This natural ecosystem also has amazing methanotrophic bacteria that digests methane produced by the animals. Here are some specifics about animals on organic farms. Chickens. 
Flocks are smaller, so it's easier to manage the health of each bird. Beaks must not be trimmed. Plenty of opportunities to forage, dust bath and eat insects, and they live twice as long as intensively farmed chicken bred for meat. Cows. On average, they spend 200 days at pasture. A minimum of 60% of their diet must be from foraging. A lower and more sustainable milk yield that protects their health and welfare. Pigs. Kept in family groups with access to fields. Generally, pigs are outdoors all year round, except in severe weather. Tails are never docked, and they never have their teeth cut or wear painful nose rings. Pigs are weaned later, at 40 days, to allow piglets to develop naturally. Sheep. No routine use of antibiotics and wormers. Flocks are managed to reduce disease risk and managing pastures with clean grazing systems. And fish, seaweed, mussels, oysters and clams. Fewer salmon means more space, reduced stress and risk of disease and parasites. Restrictions on the number and type of treatments that can be used. Higher welfare from birth to slaughter and they're only fed on organic, natural and sustainable diet. Importantly, organic farmers never use GM. It's a sad fact that most conventional farms feed their animals genetically modified GM foods. This GM feed meat, uh, sorry, this GM fed meat, egg and dairy is currently unlabeled in supermarkets. Conventional farms may also use gene modification for short-term disease resistance, which is just a sticking plaster approach as it does not get to the root cause of a problem. Luckily, the organic system bans all GM ingredients from being fed to livestock. Instead of modifying genes, organic farmers work to higher welfare standards to reduce disease before it happens. And ultimately, organic farming is essential for our future. As well as improving our health and happiness, organic farming is also an essential part of farming like nature so we stop destroying and degrading our soils. The UNFAO calculated that we have about 60 years of harvests left. Organic farming is one part of growing sustainably to give back more than we take and to improve the planet for future generations. Here's what you can do. Share this with others, talk to your friends and colleagues, look at the food that you buy, the food in your fridge and cupboards. Start asking questions about conventional and organic foods. Buy food that has been produced using organic methods. Try growing your own organic vegetables, even on a windowsill. Be inspired and know that we can reverse climate change if we all do something about it. Thanks so much for listening. There are links to everything I've talked about in the show notes. Please check back again soon. Thank you. Where next? There is so much inspiring information to help us grow, eat and live sustainably. You can go to nafajunction.co.uk, read our articles at nafajunction.co.uk slash blog subscribe to receive free email updates at nafajunction.co.uk slash subscribe 
Find companies to help you grow, eat and live sustainably at nufferjunction.co.uk slash directory. Or you can follow Nufford Junction on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. If you're passionate about inspiring regeneration, give back more than we take and sustainability for the benefit of people, planet and future generations, please consider supporting Nuffer Junction. You can become a patron to give regular contributions to support our work. Buy me a coffee to make a one-off contribution. Create for us and publish thought-provoking content. Become an inspiring leader and advertise with us. You can find all information at nuffordjunction.co.uk. This was produced by me, James Walters, as a personal project to inspire others to grow, eat and live sustainably, to give back more than we take and for the benefit of people, planet and future generations. Any advice given is the opinion of those involved and does not constitute medical, financial or legal advice. We include links to products and services we think you will find useful. If you buy through those links, we may earn a small commission. It's one way to support our work and to reach as many people as possible.